listen, 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 because uh, you're going to learn a lot, even just from listening to other people, how they interact, how they behave, uh, what they're asking you. Think that uh, you are completely a blank page and you need to fill yourself with as much as information and as much as uh, knowledge as possible. Welcome to the Hospitality Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Turk. Join me as we dive into the personal stories of some of the world's best hospitality professionals. We follow the journey of their ups, downs, and wild turns to find out what it truly takes to make it in the amazing world of hospitality. This episode is brought to you by our podcast partners at Real-Time Reservation. Their inventory management system is best in class for hotels and resorts to manage their non-room inventory. The web-based application allows for creative upselling of overnight and daytime visitors with add-ons and pre-planned packages. Hotel guests and non-guests can reserve cabanas, pool chairs, activities, amenities, excursions, events, day passes, and much more. The real-time reservation platform offers a fully integrated pre-arrival portal where guests are verified through the property management system. Guests can prepay for cabanas and activities through credit card integrations, which are then processed through point of sale. All of our listeners that might be interested in using real-time reservation are welcome to explore the demo at realtimereservation.com. Once again, that's realtimereservation.com. Welcome to another episode of the Hospitality Mentor Podcast. Today, I'm very excited to have Ludovica Rochi of Our Collection Hotels in Italy. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for the invitation. Well, we always start this podcast the same way, and that is starting with your very first hospitality job. What was your first job in hospitality? My first hospitality jobs was in Four Seasons in Florence for my internship, and I was doing concierge. It was really my first experience in the real hospitality business, getting in touch with people, seeing people every day, communicate with them, and as well uh, having uh, colleagues every day. Definitely was uh, probably one of my best experiences because Four Seasons most of them, most of your audience know it's one of the most famous uh, company in the world. So very demanding guest, I have to say. But the beginning was very challenging. After the six months of my internship, it was really hard to leave, I have to say. Every day was a different day. And everything that I was uh, studying in my university, in the hospitality management university that I was doing in Switzerland, was really coming to life. You know, you were really putting into practice what you were studying, even if, I have to be honest, it's not always that easy. <laughs> when you have a guest in front of you, mad or happy or for any reason, it's always hard to deal with them. And uh, you always need to put a, a smile on yourself and like do your best uh, to make their stay memorable in every job you do into the hospitality business. I think from the moment the guests call to make the reservation, uh, once uh, they come into the hotel and once they spend the day in the hotel until they their checkout time. So it's really important uh, to be fully dedicated to them because what I had managed to see from that experience, but 
for the last 10 years uh, that they really see every details in you like if you're happy if you're not happy they really they can read you and uh, it's important uh, to always do your best for them so what made you want to become a concierge what was the reason for you to intern there was it something you were interested in as a young girl was this part of the family business what made you start that job so I start into the hospitality business because my family owns a company here in Italy and we own eight properties in the north of Italy. So I really wanted to, to know better the hospitality business, reason why I started also uh, hospitality management school. And uh, my main goal was to try every aspect of the hospitality business. So I started from the concierge, then I went to the spa, then I did an under experience the sales and marketing in the back office so more in the events in the pr in the marketing so it, really my goal was to try as much as i could to bring all the knowledge that i managed to to get during this year into my company so this is really the main reason why every position that I could see open during my internship, I would apply anyway, because I think it's very important from my point of view where I'm right now today to know every single part of the hospitality business of hotel in order to teach, to be a leader, you know, within your company. Because uh, I honestly think that if you don't know how to do a things, you cannot teach someone else to do it and you cannot tell them how you would have done it or you would have do it, you know, because uh, it's really important to transmit to your employees, uh, like the knowledge of what you're doing. As you were growing up, you know, you mentioned that your family had the hotels. You know, I have a daughter who's young, seven, but she doesn't listen to everything I ask her all the time. Was it something that you liked from the beginning that you loved being in the hotels or was it something you grew to like as you were growing up? I, I honestly uh, was something that I start loving while I was growing because my grandfather, before the hospitality business, he was in the textile business. So it was in completely something different. Mm -hmm. Then at the end of the um, 1980s, he bought his first, uh, first hotel. Bahaz, it wasn't his main uh, job. He was always giving the management to third party. So we were uh, sometimes like he was taking us to hotels but we were always seeing hotels from like an outside perspective you know this huge hall when you were walking into into them like historical building beautiful buildings some overlooking the lake some overlooking the sea in in, uh, in portofino area so beautiful location and i always said to myself oh my god i would love to work one day into these hotels because as far as hotel life is very hard i have to say it's beautiful it's beautiful because every day it's a new day it's a different day lots of challenges as i was saying at the beginning but still it's beautiful to make people happy and make them like having a good memory about your home because That's at true. the end, like all our hotels is our home and we welcome all our guests into our home. So it's really important uh, uh, for us that they are happy because at the end, uh, you know, if they're not happy, it's not good. So this is how, how it started. Then uh, I studied my A-levels in uh, UK because I wanted to improve my English. And, uh, and after that, I was 100% sure to do my hospitality uh, 
career. So I started a hospitality business school and then I managed to do some internship while I was studying. And then as soon as I finished studying, I moved back to UK because I was quite in love with the United Kingdom uh, hospitality business. So I went mm -hmm. there and I worked for the Roccoforte family, another amazing company that I always be grateful for because I stayed with them for over five years. And even with them, I moved quite a lot within the department in order to see and to experience as much as I could. It was at the Browns Hotel that you were working yes. with them? Yes, correct. I and was so, at the Brown Hotel. So uh, talk to me a little bit about that. So you, your family has a hotel business. You studied hotel. Did they encourage you to go work some other places before you came back? Or were they like, no, don't leave us, Ludovica. Come back. Don't leave Absolutely. us. Absolutely. I was... Uh, they forced me, but honestly, I would have never come back straight after university to work for my family. Because as I said, you really need to uh, know what is around you, what others does, you know. So it was really, really important for me to travel and to see other reality. And as I said before, to bring my knowledge into the family business. Otherwise, if I would have done it straight after university, you know, I couldn't bring my knowledge, my, my background from, uh, from my experience that I did. That's main reason why I went back to London and I started working for the Roccoforte company because I did a uh, second internship with them after the um, fourth season one in Florence. I went to London and I did an internship with them as a sales coordinator and I loved it. I had uh, such a good relationship. I built such a good friendship into the, into the hotel and they've offered me a job afterwards. So I went back to Switzerland. I finished my studies. I got graduated and then I got back to them and uh, I've seen lots of departments. I started again with the sales because it was uh, a thing that was really uh, challenging for me because uh, it's the most important things. We need to sell our hotel in order to have guests. Uh, so I started from the sales, then I went into the PR and marketing, then I went back to the events uh, because at some points I wasn't sure to be more part of the sales or more part of the events. So mm -hmm. I wanted to experience as much as I could. So as soon as I got back into the family business, even if uh, I'm kind of controlling everything, but again, I have my speciality, you know, as I'm sharing the family business with also my two brothers, uh, we really wanted to each of our, each of uh, one focusing on on a specific things, you know, in order not to stump uh, on each other. <laughs> That's uh, hard. I, I have two brothers, so I know how that goes too. Exactly. <laughs> so when you when you arrive as a young woman in London, was that your first time visiting London, or had you had been there many times? What was that like for you when you first started working there? I've been there many times, but at a, a different stage because I went, I moved uh, to London when I was uh, 15 for my high school. And I did there uh, four years for, of high school. Wow. So I was leaving London in a younger way, let's say. Then I went to Switzerland. While I was in Switzerland, I did, I did one internship in London. So I was uh, leaving London as a worker, but still as an internship, you know. So mm -hmm. half fun and half work. And then when I moved back for my real like uh, job opportunity at Browns, then 
I was a different person, definitely more focused on uh, on to what I was doing and on what I wanted to be. You know, that's great. So when you're at Brown's Hotel, you know, you came up growing up in a, a hotelier family. Was hospitality in London very different than it was in Italy or was it similar in certain ways? Because it seems like as long as you take care of the people, but each country is different. Yeah, as far as you take care of uh, people and guests, I mean, uh, it's it's the same all over the world. But as you said, I think it really differs from country to country, especially from the clientele you get. Uh, honestly, guests that I've seen at, in London for the moment, it's been uh, six years that I'm back in Italy now working with my family. I haven't seen those kind of guests. So very demanding, very, very pushing. Even sometimes try, uh, they're really putting you like uh, on the limit, you know, they're really requesting things. Uh, in Italy, I don't know if it's due to the beautiness of Italy and they don't <laughs> care about, honestly, I'm, I'm not sure. But it seems they're more, chill, you know, chill down, relax. They're here for holidays. Uh, uh, I don't know, you know, at Browns, I mean, we had lots of also business clientele. Yep, on the same. So they were, they were very different, I have to say. Even if uh, rates-wise, in our, for example, just recently opened five-star uh, luxury hotel in Lake Como, the Grand Hotel Vittorio Menaggio, we have very high clientele, I have to say. But still... Uh, they're nicer. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it might be just cultural, right? You see it all over every country, different people, different styles. You know, good food, good mood, good vibes and everything. So they relax. I love it. I love hearing that. I've actually never been to Italy and it's on my list to go in the next two years. So I saw Absolutely. your hotels. And so we're going to talk about your hotels here soon. So listeners, just make sure if you're not driving, Look at the art collection hotels so you can start imagining yourself there as we talk about them. So you decide, okay, I've been working with the Browns Hotel for, you said, five years. You learned all the roles you can learn there. You work with some challenging people and some interesting guests in London. Why do you head back to your family business? I head back because I got cold <laughs> from my father at one point after, as I said, Four years in London for my high school, three years in Switzerland for my university, uh, two internships, six years at uh, uh, Brown's Hotel. It was time, you know, for me to come home because uh, over that time, my father said, what do you want to do? I spent lots of money to make you study, to make you doing lots of experiences. But now I think it's for you to, time to come home, you know, uh, the company uh, in 2017, when I joined, was made of four hotels. Now we have eight. Wow. So there was like a proper planning of growing, which we're still doing. So it really put me in front of like a, a way saying what you want to do, because if you're coming home, we're going to take away. If you want to, if you're not at the moment and you're going to plan to come back later on, we can discuss these things further. And 50% uh, of myself, maybe even 60% of myself had a feeling over that time to have learned a lot. So I said, okay, it's time. 
I think it's time. Over that time, I said, I think it's time. Now I'm happy about my decision, I have to say. But over that time, I wasn't 100% sure because, you know, being like in London, alone, traveling, working, it's always fun and nice, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was a bit hard to come home, but uh, I can confirm that was the best decision of my life. And uh, as, as, I mean, when I came back in uh, 2017, I started with so many uh, things uh, that I put into our business uh, that I'm super happy about my decision and what I've learned and what I've uh, brought into the company business. So I'm super excited. I love to hear that. So working with family can be interesting for those out there listening that work with their family. I'm lucky enough to be working with one of my brothers right now. And so you come back with a lot of knowledge. You've been basically on your own since you were in high school, learning different styles, learning different ways of, of doing business in hotels, some from Four Seasons, which is the best, and Browns. You bring these ideas back to your family business. Do they tell you, oh, Ludovica, we don't do that this way. That's not how it works here. Or do they listen and say, okay, we give it a try and see what happens? 50-50, because... Uh, as you probably can understand, you know, entering to a family business where some rules, some decisions are all taken by the family, it's always hard to bring like international uh, views. But with lots of patience and uh, comprehension and giving like a good like uh, overview of what you see or what you will see making them like understanding why you will do like this uh, at the end I can say that they have listened to me in many things uh, other things I can uh, of course uh, confirm that like it's hard to bring like international views uh, into a family-owned business because things are like uh, there are pro and cons about everything I always think and uh, there are in the family business things like decision are maybe taken more easily more quickly uh, if you want to hire a new salesperson for example we discuss between myself my father my two brothers and we can go ahead and uh, hire a new person compared to maybe like a proper uh, management uh, of a four season for example where to approve something has to be uh, processed by different several peoples or uh, even um, it differs. It differs between the two things. Uh, I managed to do a bit 50-50, so I'm happy. There is lots of things still that needs to be done because we are growing. As I said at the beginning, we want to bring our uh, company to its best. So our aim is to always improve and develop the, the product that we have, you know, because uh, as we were saying before, Steve, I mean, we are in Italy. We are probably one of the best destination uh, with beautiful landscape, beautiful uh, garden botanical garden refined landscape and everything so we really need to make it even better you know because people they already come to italy for our, for italy 
uh, we need to make them understand why they're coming to Italy for us. So this was my, my main goal and also uh, probably bringing like our Italian touch, Italian flavor within each company. This was probably the, the most things that I was doing and I'm still doing, you know, because from a small details like having our own fragrance for example since the moment you step in in each of one property that you can smell the the flavor the the um, the perfume of the location for example the lake como area in all our hotels we have this uh, uh, perfume within each hotel which is called the lake como forget me not fragrance that was uh, uh, created by myself uh, in order to make the guests like arrive into our location remember about location and bring like a memory back uh, in their homes uh, we have the same in the Portofino area, the same for the Milano property. So it was really like uh, giving like importance to the destination where we, where we are. Yeah, so that's what I want to talk yeah. about because you, you unpacked a lot coming through that. So I appreciate you sharing because family dynamics can be hard, especially in business. And so I want you just to kind of give the listeners an overview. You know, not a full commercial, but maybe a minute. What is our hotel collection? If they've never seen it, what does it mean? What is it? Where are you? Give us the, the download here. Okay, so our collection hotels is 100% made in Italy run uh, family business. I'm part of the third generation and uh, we are mainly located in three destinations, on the lake, in the city and at the sea. On the lake is our heart, I have to say, because my grandfather was from Lake Como. Our first hotel was bought in Lake Como. So we kind of are very affectionate about Lake Como. We have uh, today three properties open and one to come uh, in 2025. So for Americans here, not to cut you off here, but they hear Lake Como, the Americans think of one celebrity in particular, of George Clooney. Clooney. Is that something that... The Italians care for, or they? It's okay. He lives here. It's not a big deal. How is that for Italians? Don't care, but we will always thanks George Clooney to <laughs> when he bought his house in Lake Como because he made this area what it is today. So I mean, sometimes when it wasn't uh, or, or um, that known that he bought a house here, like at the real, real beginning in Lake Como, he was like going outside, taking a run with his bodyguard. And like we were seeing him around. Now it's impossible for him. Um, it's been years that he cannot go anywhere when he's in Lake Como. But for Italians in general, I mean, it's an icon, you know, we all know him. We don't bother him. I hear you. Just a, si a little sidetrack, but back to your company. So the heart is Lake Como. I love hearing that. And tell us about the rest. Then uh, moving still by the water, but at the sea, we are located in Rapallo, just in front of the Portofino area, with the Grand Hotel Bristol in Rapallo that recently uh, did a refurbishment and uh, reopened in March this year, 2023, as a five-star hotel. And then we are in the city of Milano with three properties, more dedicated to the business side and uh, more to come. I'm excited to hear. You can tell me more later after. So you have eight hotels now. I yes. love the branding that you're creating. And so our listeners, like I told you, take a look at their website. But I see that everything is truly beautiful at your hotels. 
when you're sitting and meeting is because you're in charge of the brand and you're meeting with your family. Is everything picked specifically one by one? Do you work with designers? How do you choose the look and feel of these hotels? Absolutely. We do that quite uh, often, I have to say, once a week or twice uh, a month uh, at least, uh, because for us it's very important uh, to have every detail at the right place. So, for example, I can think about now when we created the R Spa, the R Spa, which is the R Spa coming from our last name, in two of our property, the five-star luxury one, the one in uh, Rapallo by the Ligurian Sea and one in Lake Como in Menaggio, the Grand Hotel Vittoria. We have created this space of wellness area where guests can experience uh, fully all the comfort and relaxing solution for their body, for their soul, in a very sophisticated atmosphere. Uh, and uh, this was recently done, for example, the one in Menaggio, but the one in Rapallo was done in 2020, so very recently, I have to say. So it's the first example that comes to my mind where we really sit uh, and we spend, uh, don't get me crazy, but really day, 24 hours, without moving from the, <laughs> from the meeting room, discussing every single corner, uh, what we would like, uh, uh, and most important, what our guests would love to have and to see there. Uh, we have an internal uh, designer that is part of our family too. It's my cousin and uh, she's helping uh, a lot. And of course, she collaborates with all the, ex uh, the external designer that we usually get for important and big uh, uh, refurbishment. For example, the, just, uh, the refurbishment we just did uh, in Grand Hotel Bristol in Rapallo was a quite a big one because we moved from a four star to a five star property so of course we had an external uh, architect and designer but all uh, control and managed by Simona my cousin which uh, it's always making sure they're they're following our our procedure and our uh, our core you know our core business because it's important I mean, the main things that we want, like every guest that goes from one property to another, that they feel to be part of the same family, of the same company. So answering to your question, I mean, anything, any, any little things, uh, we are discussing it together and we are trying to do our best to find the best uh, solution, the best uh, area, the best atmosphere, uh, starting from, as I said, the spa, but also from to the restaurants, uh, to the old experience that we are organizing with our boat services, that we own our own private boat on the lake that goes between the hotels. Uh, so any, any things uh, that the guests can experience within the hotel, uh, we are doing literally anything in, to make it uh, fit within uh, within our company. Uh, it's very exciting. And you mentioned a couple of things earlier, but in charge of the brand is not just what you see on the paper and the logo, but you mentioned the smell, right? So you have the smell. Do you also take time to think about the music people are hearing and the sounds? Do you take time to think about the flowers and visuals, all the other things that make up the senses? Is that part of your job? 
Exactly. You really got into the point uh, completely because, as you said, branding is not just a logo, it's not just the papers, it's all like a 360 degrees what stays around us. So, as I mentioned before, the perfume, as soon as you step in, all the flower that you see in every common area, but not, not only even the one in the suites, uh, the one uh, in the restaurants, the one in the public bathrooms. Uh, going to the music, as you said, fundamental for all our properties in every room we have uh, uh, designed with a music expert, uh, all the sounds, uh, the vibes, uh, the, de the decibel that we wanted uh, in each uh, room uh, in order uh, to get the, the right mood of the guest, uh, starting from the morning with the breakfast, with a certain type of music, coming to the lunch, uh, to the afternoon, to the aperitivo and dinner time and after dinner time it was really started for uh, let's say at least six seven months uh, the um, this the music of each hotel because it's really important once you even like you start building it then you put it into the ambience but then 100% you need to do some changes because once you start installing it but from uh, your office into the computer is not has uh, hearing it into the property while you are laid down in the pool or while you're having a cocktail uh, by the bar so yes. yes that is my job i love i love hearing that because you're you're touching all of the senses and that's how people create memories right that's what people want the most now and so for you as you're building this out and you're imagining this which i love because i, I love thinking that we imagine this we're going to put it into action and then you see guests actually using it are there certain experiences that your hotel creates that you're most proud of that you're like wow i can't believe we made that happen and people love it mm, many many i mean nowadays uh, what i can say that random or no let's say normal experiences like a boat tour Mm -hmm. It's not that <laughs> recognized anymore, you know, it's, it's common, it's common coming to Lake Como and doing a boat tour. I mean, everybody does that. It's more like tailoring made the actual boat tour. So organizing on the boat with our chef, like a private dinner or like a wine tasting on the boat or opening like a private villa for them and having like a picnic at the villa. Uh, it's more like adding things to the actual uh, boat tour, you know, like everybody now comes to Lake Como and does a boat tour. But it's really what uh, uh, stays around uh, the actual activities and mostly most important is uh, how people organizing it because it what makes the difference uh how you take care of the guests how you make them feel so special how like for example our chef goes with the guests and would like to have a specific uh, things for dinner he do his best uh, to uh, make them happy and go and buy it you know it really goes beyond uh, like their expectation and beyond their requests sometimes so this is the most important things and what i can see 
from all my staff, which we are more than 550 people. So I have to say quite a big number. They're all like going uh, beyond uh, everything because at the end, I think that working in the hospitality business is really a passion. I will always remember in my life, my first day of university when my teacher said, forget about holidays. And it's true because once people are having fun and having their holidays, you're working. The hospitality business life is like this, but I think at the end it also gives you lots of gratitude and um, has to be a passion. I mean, it's not for everybody, but uh, if you like it, uh, it's probably the best job. The best because, I mean, you're in beautiful places, uh, you are in contact with lots of people, you can do lots of connection, lots of things, you know, but it's hard because it's lots of hours, lots of days, lots of weekends, uh, and it's becoming hard. Speaking from a family business point of view, it's, it's being very hard keeping uh, employees to work for you, but like with motivation, with like training, and uh, with transmitting like uh, your passion to them, it's the key for the success. I love hearing it. I'm sure for the people listening, you can feel the passion coming from Ludovica today. And so you have visions at your hotels. You've created amazing standards. You have five-star hotels. I'm assuming every hotel has a general manager, correct? Absolutely, yes. All right. So every general manager that I work with is very strong leaders, have an alpha personality, and have their own ideas as well. How do you incorporate those ideas as a family business? Because sometimes it can be hard. It can be hard, it's true, but uh, it's what uh, makes us also like win, you know, at the end uh, and like make success. Uh, because uh, in all our property, we have uh, general managers that they have their own space to express themselves, you know, to make the machine work, I always say, because at the end it's them doing everything because they're in total, let's say 24 seven almost, but I mean, you know what I mean, you know, like leaving the place. Uh, so it's really important for us to count on them and vice versa. So them to count on us, if they need anything, we are always there for them to help. It can be challenging, but also I can speak from my personal point of view, but also from my family point of view, that is uh, also good for us to have like such a professional uh, person within our company, that they're not like uh, just in their uh, small um, place, but they're always like helping and giving a overview of uh, the entire situation you know we never hire a person that just do their job without seeing what is around them you know just to give a like a suggestion you know all our uh, gms uh, are always involved in like big decisions uh, within their hotels uh, because it's important for us also to see their their views you know how a person that lives uh, into the hotel how it will, will, it will, how he will do it, how he will uh, cooperate with that kind of uh, situation, you know. So it's really important for us to get them involved. And I always think, uh, like professional people, have always something to teach you. I've I've learned a lot from them. I think, I mean, at the end, we are we are learning every day, you know. Especially in the hospitality business, as I said before, it's always a new day. 
new things happening, new things coming. So uh, it's always good to keep up, you know. I love hearing you got great leaders. It sounds like you treat everyone very well. How do you inspect what's happening on the property? Because you are going to be very well known to your team. They're going to see you coming in, whether you like it or not. Oh, she's here. We have to get things ready. How do you ensure that the things that you want happening are happening? This is what happened. I agree with you. I know when once myself or one of my family is coming to the hotel, this is what happened. I know. But what I always try to tell each single people inside the hotel, starting from the concierge to the front desk, to the restaurant, to the kitchen, to the plunge, like everywhere. You don't need to make myself happy. You need to make guests happy. I mean, if you do something that even like sometimes with the chef, we kind of, we are good uh, eaters, myself and my family. So we sometimes discuss like, for example, dishes, you know, new dish with the chef uh, and as a normal like human being, we express uh, our like or dislike of a, of a dish. But like we always say, I mean, if uh, nine out of one person, which could be myself, like this plate, it's good. It means he has to be on the menu, you know? We like to put our voice into uh, daily things of the tales, but at the same time, we let uh, them uh, like do what is best uh, for the hotel. So if uh, they believe that like making a pizza with uh, French fries, it's good and the guests will love it, we are happy for that, you know? It's not something that just because we don't like it is not gonna go live on the hotel. So this is what I always tell them. I mean, if I arrive, don't run in front of me to come and get my bags. Uh, I don't care. I mean, you, as far as you take care of the guests, I'm, I'm happy. That's good to hear. I like that you are trusting. I work with many different owners. It sounds like you're an owner that people would love to work with. So you're now, you mentioned just a little bit, I'm not asking for your five year vision, but what are you most excited about in the next 12 to 24 months? 12 to 24 months. So many things I have to say, many projects, because as I said, there is a new hotel opening in Lake Como in Chernobyl in 2025. So even uh, today, I was there doing big, uh, many things are happening in the hotel because we are under construction completely. So very challenging, but still very fun because I think that challenging things are always fun. Uh, then uh, next year, we are also opening uh, Lido Beach in Lake Como, just next to our five-star luxury property in Minaggio. So... We are, again, with our creative director as well as with our architect, finalizing all the layout and what will be happening in this uh, Lido Beach. And uh, most likely a new hotel coming into a city. Okay. I'll be vague. Vague. <laughs> a city. In Italy. Okay. In Italy, in Italy, yes. Okay. In Italy, the project in the next uh, probably five, six years will be London. I'm telling you. Oh, that your home, your, your second home. London. But probably, let's say 10 years. Let's say 10 years. Okay. Maybe five, it's too near. We'll have to make a note on our calendar here and we'll check in <laughs> and we'll see where we are. So, you know, I want to start asking this of our guests. We're all fans of hotels, we travel all the time. And I know you love all your hotels. So I'm not going to ask about your hotels because we know you love those. But if you had to go on a trip, which hotel brand are you most excited to stay with? 
in all over the world you're speaking all over about. the world yeah anything but i have to be honest four season is probably one of my best chain as well as one and only because yep. i really feel as soon as i step into uh, their properties i really feel like the word is welcome like 100 welcome into these hotels uh, like you never feel or you never are treated as uh, a number but as an individual so i really love how they treat uh, the the guests uh, how they interact with the guests uh, i mean uh, uh, even uh, from the four season perspective as i work there i am aware and i know how they are guest focused guest oriented and guest is their main priority i mean there's nothing else apart of the guest uh, there is a no there is a no for an answer like doesn't exist a no it's always a yes this is their rules so I'm, i'm trying to put this into my hotels too that there is always a yes i, I love hearing that. i agree with you everyone i met from those hotels is what you said earlier they're all passionate they all love what they're doing Even yes. though sometimes everyone's stressed out in the back, they still love taking care of people. Exactly. In the back, you shout, you do everything, you're super stressed. But as soon as you step into the show, I call it, mm -hmm. you need to forget about everything. That's true. You're on stage performing. Yes, you're on stage. Well, I love the time you spent with us today, but I have one last question for you. So you've been in this your whole life. But if young Ludovica was starting at your hotel as a concierge and she was joining your team today, What advice do you have for her? Advice, uh, like never think that you know something because I was saying before, I mean, new, every day it's a new day, it's a learning day. Even today, like the person I am now, I'm learning every day. So to the person that will start into this job, uh, starting like from a concierge position, I will always say like, listen 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 because uh, you're gonna learn a lot even just from listening to other people how they interact how they behave uh, what they're asking you think that uh, you are completely a blank page and you need to fill yourself with as much as information and as much as knowledge as possible i think that's great advice for anybody listening especially if you're starting out rewind that and take that advice to heart. I think that's a great way to end our conversation. Ludovica, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, they've fallen in love by looking at the hotels you're in, how can they get in touch with you? They can get in touch with me by email if they want. It's Ludovica Rocchi, my last name, at ourcollectionhotels.com. Well, I'm very grateful you spent this time with all of us today. And I'm excited now. I got to plan my trip with my family to Italy and I'll make sure to send you a message. Whenever you like, Steve, you're more than welcome to come anytime. This podcast is brought to you by Biscayne Coffee. Biscayne Coffee was founded with a giving spirit and a big idea to enjoy delicious coffee roasted in Miami while helping save Biscayne Bay and the animals that live there. As a former food and beverage director, I can assure you these are some of the best quality beans on the planet. 10% of every coffee sold is donated to nonprofits to help preserve Biscayne Bay for all to enjoy. Visit BiscayneCoffee.com today and use promo code MENTOR at checkout to save 10% on your first order. Drink good coffee and create a good outcome.